0: Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 1153 and I'm driving in the car again and going to, to hospital to visit my daughter. Just heard on the radio as I drive past the COVID testing clinic around the corner from my place and it's you know almost backed out, out to the road as more and more people are getting tested things uh, around the globe shifting a little bit and where initially people were talking about no vaccine don't want to take the vaccine and you had the well Now let's go back a step firstly it was here's this insidious disease we need a vaccine quickly that was when it first came out and people were were dropping dropping dead all over the world very quickly, not so much here in Australia, it didn't hit here uh, quickly. And then after that it had been going for a while, they said, we need a vaccine for this, we need a vaccine. And so then the vaccine comes after, golly, almost nine months or 12 months, whatever it was. And then comes the anti-vaxxers, the conspiracy stuff about the vaccine, how unsafe it is, all this, you know, fake data, um, so-called experts uh, talking about uh, different stuff, people latching on to it, etc., etc. What we're seeing now is this race to get to what they say somewhere between seventy to eighty percent plus of the population vaccinated to develop this herd immunity. And now, around the globe, we're hearing about the different protocols that are being put in place for, um, I don't know, what do you call it? Your normal COVID way of living. And that is uh, vaccine passports, uh, compulsory vaccinations in certain industries, um, only being able to dine in certain restaurants, if you have been vaccinated, et cetera, et etc, and so I just heard on the, the news there. they would had the couple of the tennis players talking. So Andy Murray from Great Britain, very much for the vaccine and has been vaccinated, and was just saying that uh, as a, a player, what he's able to do is, is go out and about in the community and uh, in New York because it's for the US Open and uh, he's able to compete safely he's able to um, dine in restaurants because of, I don't know what the, the global rule is in the US but he was talking about dining in restaurants where uh, vaccinations are compulsory from all the staff and the patrons so therefore he feels safe there and he's been vaccinated as well so he feels safe and secure But then uh, Novak Djokovic, he is, uh, I guess, well, he hasn't been vaccinated and he is, I don't think he's been vaccinated. I didn't hear that part, well, they didn't uh, talk about that part of it. The interview was capturing his views, which was he was pro-choice. Get vaccinated or don't get vaccinated, that should be your choice. And of course, therefore, he's not able to go and dine freely and do the things that perhaps he normally would in a pre-COVID world uh, if he hasn't been vaccinated. So it's interesting how we now move into this next phase and I don't know what do you call it, do, do you call it vaxism? Uh, where people haven't been vaccinated so therefore they're not welcome, therefore uh, people are starting to look down upon those people. I mean I'm... I mean, I've been vaccinated. I've had both my, my shots now of the AstraZeneca one. Uh, there have been no issues for me. Despite the fact that uh, many people on my uh, thread that I posted a number of months ago believe that I'll be dead in two, two years because I've now been vaccinated. So let's, let's just wait and see. I'm sure that'll come up as a, a Facebook memory for me and I'll be able to remind everybody, hey, look, I'm still around And maybe the anti-vax conversation is going to be a little bit like the year 2000 bug. Remember that? I worked on a project at uh, RACV for the the year 2000 project. And um, it was phenomenal how much crazy activity and how much crazy work was uh, undertaken on that day. Oh, well, sorry, not on that day. For that date. like years of work. And it just fizzled into nothing. Now, I don't think there was an incident anywhere around the globe relating to year 2000. Now, obviously, we've had uh, deaths that have been linked to the vaccines, etc, etc. But anyway, that's not what I want to talk about here. I just think it'll be interesting to see how Australia follows what's going on around the world and uh, requiring... Uh, you know, compulsory vaccinations like Qantas has been talking about uh, requiring uh, compulsory vaccinations for people that are travelling. I think the reality will be that those that have been vaccinated will get a priority in certain things, in certain freedoms uh, ahead of other people. And so then on the other side, you've got this dilemma of, um, what do you call it, Fraudulent vaccine passports or uh, people lying uh, proving that they've been vaccinated uh, via documents that have been uh, you know, artificially created so like uh, here in Australia I believe it's on the, My, the MyGov site where you, it's linked to your Medicare to show that you've had the vaccination I haven't looked at mine uh, but then you have to print it off So, I don't know, if you have things to print it off, it's easy to, or you have it digitally on your phone. Well, okay, that's easy to copy and, um, you know, fraudulently attend to. So, uh, you know, that could then be an issue. Uh, the, The disgruntledness that people are going to have, just like they do now about wearing a mask and everything, That they're going to have about, I, I should be allowed to dine in here. That's not fair, et cetera, et cetera, because they haven't been vaccinated. It's going to be an interesting way forward with this vaccination process. I think it will be. I'm curious to see how it plays out. I think eventually, I mean, over the years, it's just going to probably dissipate. I mean, you don't go into a restaurant at the moment and they say if you've been vaccinated against tuberculosis or um hep c hep b no you can't be vaccinated against hep c hep a or hep b uh, you know they don't they just don't ask but because this is so contagious uh, this time they they want to know so i just wonder how it's going to impact people's uh, lives in a different way uh to the way that it is right now what it's going to mean for travel i mean maybe you're not going to be able to travel overseas if they're going to you know extend it rather than quarantining for two weeks uh, you you need to be vaccinated maybe you, uh, the way of COVID testing is going to become a lot quicker and easier and as you i don't know imagine you're sitting on the plane they hand out those cards which, you know, I don't know why that's not digital now, but anyway, they hand out the cards when you go into a new country about the customs declaration. Whether at the same time they hand out a, a COVID test uh, that you need to take. But then again, if they do it that way, um, you know, you could always take it, get someone else to take it on your behalf. Or maybe it's a case of, here's a little testing kit. When you get to customs... You need to do the test and within 20 seconds it gives you whether you're positive or not and then an action is, is determined from there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's just We're just moving into that next phase and the rest of the world is ahead, certainly ahead of Australia in this, yeah, in this regard. So I wonder whether Australia will learn from what's going on. Patrick? overseas to what we do here Uh, i think it'll be interesting to see and how you then change the way that you live as a result of it Um, we'll see anyway uh, i'm stuck in traffic right now and it looks like there's an accident down here as i saw a tow truck going down the emergency lane Um, so i'm going to be here for quite a while i think as i head in to the hospital All right, well, you take care wherever you are today. I'll see you tomorrow.